With profound, humble gratitude and love to all venerated, enlightened masters, we bow to the Almighty in soulful gratefulness for gifting us with their holy, blessed presence. May all beings be awakened by the divine grace. Part two of four. Etc. Our programs offer many languages. Please visit suprememastertv.com forward slash schedule and suprememastertv.com forward slash BMD. हमारे कार्यक्रम पेश किए जाते हैं कई भाषाओं में कृपया देखें suprememastertv.com forward slash schedule और suprememastertv.com forward slash BMD. The garbage collectors, the janitors outside there. It looks like an easy job. No, no, no. It's a dangerous job. Garbage cleaning people have a higher mortality rate than policemen and firemen. Several times higher. Because the garbage sometimes dangerous. People put things in there that might explode or it might contaminate them. And we just take it for granted. Oh, he's just a garbage man. He has to collect garbage. Without the garbage man, we would be contaminated, we would be smelly, our houses would be full of rats and rodents and bacteria. Please keep watching to find out more. Vegan, true repentance in action. This German Shepherd loves skateboarding. He'll skateboard any time of the day. Since his owner got him a skateboard, they are inseparable. This is the best toy for the dog. Skateboarding is a really tough sport, even for us humans. But this German Shepherd seems to have nailed it. He kept on practicing every day and finally perfected his balance. Now he can even go on his two legs. Peace is happening around our world. There are many countries who have taken actions to promote peace and foster amity among peoples and governments. The following is one of them. Etc. October 2023, Iran and Sudan agreed to re-establish relations after a seven-year gap, with embassies planned to be opened in both nations. By creating peace, we all can make a loving, serene and prosperous world. Supreme Master Ching Hai's lectures are not a complete meditation instruction. Please do not try alone. For free of charge guidance, please visit godsdirectcontact.org.
or contact any of our centers near you. Today's episode will be presented in English with subtitles in Arabic, Olaxis, also known as Vietnamese, Bulgarian, Chinese, Czech, English, French, German, Hindi, Hungarian, Indonesian, Japanese, Korean, Malay, Mongolian, Persian, Polish, Portuguese, Punjabi, Romanian, Russian, Spanish, Telugu, Thai, and Ukrainian or Uranian. Iwange no Ari is how the Ainu people of Japan say, How are you? in the Ainu language. Hello, endearing viewers. I am Saki. The gentle Ainu people know that the more we connect with the divine, the more our hearts will be filled with joy and our minds with wisdom. May we always be in touch with our divine nature within. The Ainu are an indigenous people who primarily inhabit the northern island of Hokkaido in Japan. Having lived in the region since ancient times, the Ainu language and customs are unique to their culture. Ainu traditions include historical shoulder-length hair for both men and women, with men growing for beards in later years. Long robes form the Ainu's distinctive traditional attire, with ornately embroidered geometric patterns modeled after shapes in nature. The robes are often made from unique nature materials such as the inner bark of the elm tree. Ainu's spirituality is also central to its culture, with a belief that spirits, or kamui, dwell in everything. The Ainu thus revere all aspects of nature, and they honor the kamui through such practices as a purifying fire that is central to all ceremonies. The sacred inau is also a vital aspect of spiritual practice made from a type of willow whose branches are replanted in the earth for their renewal. Ainu dance and song celebrate and offer gratitude for all the gifts of the kamui. A group of modern-day Ainu singers named Mare Ureu, meaning butterfly in the Ainu language, offer beautifully melodic renditions of traditional Ainu music. UNESCO has recognized their ceremonial dance as an intangible cultural heritage, a means of expressing emotions and honoring gods, spirits, and ancestors.
several communities in Hokkaido have witnessed a revival of Ainu culture, with efforts being made to preserve traditions such as the Dachit house structures known as Chisei. We were thrilled to introduce the culture preserving Ainu people to you, idealistic viewers. May the divine lead you to your highest spiritual potential to complete your journey toward enlightenment. For decades, Supreme Master Qinghai, vegan, has illuminated our world with her divine teachings. A fully enlightened master, she imparts the Quanim method of meditation to those desiring to immediately discover the God nature within to achieve in one lifetime eternal liberation from the cycle of transmigration. The Guanin method has been practiced by all enlightened masters, such as the worshipped world-honored One Shakyamuni Buddha, vegan, the worshipped Son of God, Jesus Christ, vegetarian, the venerated master and philosopher Confucius, vegetarian, the venerated Lord Krishna, vegetarian, the venerated master and philosopher Lao Tzu, vegan, the venerated Lord Mahavira, vegan, the beloved Prophet Muhammad, vegetarian, peace be upon him, Sri Guru Nanak Dev Ji, vegetarian, and many more. Supreme Master Qinghai, vegan, emphasizes that if we always remember God, render selfless service to others, and follow the laws of the universe, we will reach our highest potential as humans and truly understand our purpose on Earth. An extraordinary living example of compassion, she lovingly and regularly sends material and financial assistance to refugees, the homeless, nature disaster victims, and others needing relief. Supreme Master Qinghai, vegan, respectfully thank all special individuals, organizations, leaders, and governments for all your genuine, loving, ongoing support. May heaven bless you forevermore. We, the Supreme Master Qinghai International Association members, are also sincerely grateful for your expressive kindness. Wishing you the best. Supreme Master Qinghai, vegan, receives love and recognition from various organizations, media, government, individuals, and many awards such as the 2006 Gusi Peace Prize, considered the Nobel Peace Prize of the East, the World Spiritual Leadership Award in 1994, the Mahavia Award in 2008, February 22nd, and October 25th, both proclaimed as the Supreme Master Qinghai Day, an honorary citizen of the United States, etc., and has been honored 
throughout the years with numerous other awards and accolades for her outstanding philanthropic and humanitarian deeds. Etc. We apologize for not being able to show many other awards and honors for lack of space and time. Supreme Master Qinghai, vegan, respectfully thank all special individuals, organizations, leaders, and governments for all your genuine, loving, ongoing support. May heaven bless you forevermore. We, the Supreme Master Qinghai International Association members, are also sincerely grateful for your expressive kindness. Wishing you the best. A true voice for our beautiful animal friends, Supreme Master Qinghai, vegan, promotes the peaceful, loving, plant-based diet and envisions with humanity's awakening to the sacredness of all life. A tranquil and glorious or vegan world where people of both animal and human kingdoms live in respectful harmony. Her initiatives included alternative living flyer distribution, the international vegan restaurants, Loving Her, vegan food companies, vegan fur products, Supreme Master Television. As well as writing and speaking to influential government and media leaders, participating televised conferences on climate change, 
etc. Whether we are aware of it or not, her efforts have had an enormous influence on global awareness of the animal people-friendly lifestyle and how this benevolent way can bring lasting peace among nations while saving our planet from climate change and disasters. Supreme Master Qinghai, vegan, has traveled worldwide and held discourses with the public and her disciples on a variety of spiritual topics. Today, we are blessed to present the insightful gathering entitled We Always Have to Appreciate What We Have, Part 5 of 12 on Between Master and Disciples, given in English, on June 30, 2013, in Manton, France. Nếu không được một buổi, xin đừng gieo cay đắng. Nếu không ban vinh quang, xin đừng làm nhục bẩn. Nếu không gây hạnh phúc, xin đừng tạo đau thương. I really have to deal with a lot of egos and obstructions in my own house. And that is the worst thing that hits you. Understand? Because you trust these people. You think they're just like family. Many years together, many decades together. They should have grown up by now. No, some not. Even for very little things, don't listen, don't cooperate. Have no love. And now, because we already have this system established, eh? And, and I don't have anyone else, so I just have to continue to use these people. But I'm very sad, very sad. Many times I cry. I told them, listen, people outside, they work very hard. They work under the burning sun, they work in the freezing climate when their hands can't move, like in Canada. Um, Alaska, when it's freezing, they still need to go out to, to repair the electricity. Sometimes they climb up the very dangerous high voltage or work on the road, ne? repaired in roads and bridges under the scorching sun. Work under any conditions. Of course, they earn money with it, but we cannot even thank them enough, yes? Uh, when any worker comes to my house, even just to repair a little hut where I meditate, I treat them like a king. Eh? I bake for them. I tell them, wow, good job, and make tea for them, you know, several times a day whenever they need. I make them feel very, very uh, respected, uh, appreciated for their skill, for their dedication. Garbage men, if I can catch them at Christmas, I bring cakes and tea and a lot of drinks and a red envelope with money in it. And if I can catch them outside sometimes, if I have something in my car, I give it to them with a lot of respect. The laborers, some assistants told me, Master, you don't have to do it. Why do you bake cakes for them? As all they are the backbone of the society. Without them, we're nothing. <laughs> Imagine you have many millions of dollars and there's nobody to repair your cable. Huh? When your electricity goes out, what will you do? 
uh, in a freezing climate. Can you burn all those millions of dollars to keep warm? <laughs> and the garbage collectors, the janitors outside there, it looks like an easy job. No, no, no. It's a dangerous job. Garbage cleaning people have a higher mortality rate than policemen and firemen, several times higher. Because the garbage sometimes is dangerous. People put things in there that might explode or it might contaminate them. They die. The mortality rate is higher than policemen and a fire brigade even. Imagine that. And we just take it for granted. That, oh, he's just a garbage man. He has to collect garbage. Without the garbage man, we would be contaminated. We would be smelly. Our houses would be full of rats and rodents and bacteria. Understand? And we'd be falling sick, ill or dead. So I want you to, whenever you go out, if you see some laborer coming to your house or you see garbage men, give them your respect, at least, okay? Your love and your gratitude. Just smile and say thank you for doing your good job. I think about them, I just want to cry too. Uh, these are the people who nobody cares about. But they are the best <laughs> in society, actually, you know? Okay, if we don't have an English teacher, okay, we can blah, blah, <laughs> yeah. use hands and feet the way I speak uh, Italian. <laughs> or Spanish, este, no, no, here, da, yeah, yeah, yeah. She, 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 there. Without learning, we could make do, yeah? Maybe misunderstanding, but why do we need to talk so much anyway? <laughs> okay? The more we talk around the peace table, the more war there is. Hmm? A lot of war and a lot of talk and still a lot of war. But without these uh, laborers, like uh, builders, street pavers, house building, water management, water drilling, uh, electricians and garbage cleaners, for example, then we'd be doomed. Because nowadays we have developed too much, too fast. In the old times, not too many humans, and we didn't eat so much like now, and we didn't pack everything in a plastic package to keep long like now. So we did not need that many garbage collectors, but nowadays, without them we die, huh? We have put ourselves into this position. Without garbage cleaners, we die. <laughs> so if you see them, give them respect, nah? And even the people who collect the toils, nah? when you drive on the highway, you pay the toll sometimes, yes. They stand there all day, breathing in all that pollution. You also have to thank them. And they're always even very friendly to you. Whenever a car passes by, they say, hello, <laughs> good day, or buenos dias, or buenas noches, whatever. So if I have something in the car, <laughs> I always give it to them with a lot of respect and a lot of gratitude. And they're very happy, not because of a bottle of juice, not because of a package of chocolates or cakes, vegan, huh? <laughs> but, <laughs> and I even tell them to make sure they're vegan. 
No, no anymore. Mm. <laughs> not because of that. Yeah, they could afford. Yeah, and they're not that poor. They they have their salary, but they're so happy because they know that I appreciate their their work. Sitting all day, always ticket and hand like that. It's nothing else. No interesting thing to do. And just now and then, somebody thanks them like that, you know, profusely with with love. Of course, they feel happy. Nah? That is also a kind of uh, uh, giving. Nah? You don't always have to give money. If you don't have things in your car, okay, say, thank you, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I go to the supermarket. You know, the clerk who does your bill, she does that all day long, and she takes all the heavy things. One after another. Try that for an hour and feel how your hands doing, huh? You will see how your arms doing. Try just one hour, and she does that eight hours a day or more sometimes. Very tiring, you know. I always try to give a tip. If they accept, okay. If they don't, sometimes they say, "Oh, it's not allowed." Then I take it back. But I say, "Thank you very much." They also very happy, even if they don't take my money. They are very happy. They thank me so much. Because they know it's given with love, that I understand their position. Or sometimes I just grab their arm and say, "Ah, okay, 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 good arm, good arm," <laughs> and they're so happy, happy. Sometimes I just give them a tip. I say, "Ah, uh, you, you buy some oil, huh? And put it on your arm, yeah, and then or put it in a bucket, or put the medicine in warm water, and put your feet in there." And then happy. Sometimes I don't give money. It depends. I know that supermarket is strict. So I ask them, "How's your arm today? How many thousands of kilos have you lifted today?" <laughs> you know, just so they feel that uh, I have sympathy, that I understand their job. I never, never forget to thank them, or I say some silly thing to make them laugh, or you know. Or give them a little money, or I buy something from the shop already paid already, and I give it to them. And I say, I sign the bill. It's a gift for you, because you are a good girl, <laughs> uh, very fast and very efficient and all that. And uh, he said, No, I cannot accept. I said, I go tell your boss now, <laughs> and it's okay. And the boss is also very happy, you know, that we recognize the good work. I said, You train good stuff. You know, I make make the boss also feel happy. <laughs> so both are happy, you know. Uh, the boss doesn't accept, but compliments she likes. Yeah, oh, lovely, lovely. So that's how we make life happy. Yeah, that's how we are charitable. Doesn't have to be always money, but appreciation for other people's kindness and in life, appreciate that we live in a good country, a very safe house, a good car. Wonderful roads, yeah. Good laws, good order. Always appreciate it. Even if I live in a cave, I appreciate it so much. God, I love the cave. <laughs> yeah. Now and then, I I thank you know I thank God for giving me that cave, and that uh, giving me people to build that cave for me. Yes. In Taiwan, of course, I built it together with the nuns and monks. But in uh, a foreign Country, then other people built for me. Outside people, uh, we always have to appreciate what we have. We can't keep complaining. But uh, I'm telling you, some people complain all the time. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to tell you 
today that uh, uh, we have to also appreciate the people who live here, who came temporarily to prepare all this for you. Hmm? Prepare food, yes, bought food and cleaned the house. Well, I made them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't sell it behind their back. You know. Yes, first. Yeah. I came last week and I inspected the room, smelled terrible. Because they were moldy, yeah? They were not clean well and had not been ventilated well. I say clean now, every room. And everything we don't need, throw out or give it to other people who need it. Keep the rooms empty for, for the disciples. Uh, one of the uh, one of the residents who lives here told me, we don't have enough people, that's why. I say, what? How many more people do you want to bring here? There were about ten people here, right? Or six? Six, six men only, right? Three women and three, three men. Yeah? Okay, that's a lot for such a small center. So I told them, when I was a student, my mother father didn't always give me money. I had to work. I work in hotels. Sometimes I work in restaurants, like waiting on tables, yeah? Sometimes I worked like a, a hot hostess, showing people to their tables. Yes. Sometimes I work in a restaurant, but cleaning the toilet, the bathroom. Sometimes I work in a hotel, cleaning rooms. Okay. Now, every day, if you work in uh, uh, not just first class even, huh? four-star, three-star hotels, you have to clean sometimes 20 rooms, okay? It depends on how many customers come in and out. But if it's a first-class hotel, always, always conferences and seminars, a lot of people. And uh, the, the elder one and stronger one, the longer worker, is given sometimes 40 rooms per day to clean. It's not just zzzzit uh, like this, huh? You got to polish everything, picobello, like new, huh? For the new customer. Or even the older customer, the one who continues to stay, but you still need to clean the toilet, the bathroom, everything. Picobello, like you can see your face in the wall, you know. Then, 40 rooms per day. And 48 hours. So I said, two of the residents stayed here long enough. They could, could clean this, so we have only like, 30 rooms maximum around here, understand, including mine, the office, the extra room and everything. So two people can, can clean two, three rooms per day, just two, three rooms, just to brush it around and clean it again and again to make some fresh air. Huh? There's no problem. And take turns, you know, tomorrow clean another two or three, and the next week clean again the other ones, just take turns. Then it's no problem. And you still have enough time to eat, to meditate, to sleep, and to hang around. If other people can clean 40 rooms in one day, and clean everything, I mean change the, the sheets, polish the bathroom, and clean the toilet, everything like new. You understand? It's not just uh, cleaning the way we do at home now and then, and once a week, uh, big cleaning. It's not like that. A hotel has to be perfect. Yeah? Especially a first-class hotel. Four-star, you know, or five-star. Then you have to do it like that. So, you cannot say that not enough people here. Nếu không, 
xin đừng làm nhược bẩn nếu không gây hạnh phúc xin đừng tạo đau We are an adaptable species, and now is the time for us to adapt. This is not something for a later, because there will be no later. This is not a problem for others to deal with, because there will be no others. But if we go vegan, we can survive. Go vegan, and we thrive. Richard J. Dabu, vegan. Tomorrow on Between Master and Disciples. When I was in India in the ashram, nobody told me what to do. Well, nobody did anything, so I did it. I cleaned the yard, I watered the plants, I cleaned the house, I cleaned the steps, I washed two, three uh, sinks full of dishes. Because everybody chased after the master. Yeah. And I was sat there like a Buddha. <laughs> I work because nobody work. <laughs> Just uh, two big sinks like this, you know. They made a big sink for the public too, like this, full, full up to the up higher up, full of plates and dishes. You understand? They ate and then I just threw it in there, and then they all chased after the master. <laughs> Cherished viewers, we thank you for your company for today's episode entitled "We Always Have to Appreciate What We Have," Part Five of Twelve on Between Master and Disciples. Coming up next is selections from "Reverence for Life" by the Reverend Dr. Albert Schweitzer, Vegetarian Respect for Animal People and Nature, Part Two of Two. On words of wisdom, right after noteworthy news. Please stay tuned to Supreme Master Television for more constructive programming. May you be forever blessed by the divine grace. Be vegan, make peace, do good deeds. Heaven, Godspeed. Our programs offer many languages. Please visit suprememastertv.com/schedule and suprememastertv.com/bmd.